Oh, Die Hard? That's not a Christmas movie. Oh, yes, it is. I think it is. Hey, get in here. Dallas is about to start. Welcome to the Ewing Barbecue, where we definitely do not overthrow our government. My name is Mary. <laughs> and I'm Sarah. I'm Josh, and I'm still thinking about that government thing. <laughs> I'm Melanie. Fuck the government. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Uh, just kidding, just kidding. We, hmm. we need regulation. We are in the middle of a conversation about both alcohol and if Die Hard is a Christmas movie, which I vote it is. I vote no. Ah, Sarah, where do your leanings lie? I have not watched it in a long time. Ooh, okay, that's your homework. <laughs> so gonna You're going to have to watch it and get back to us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I will make a final decision. It's not on my list of it. holiday things, but that doesn't mean other people can't. It, so. it only recently became part of our holiday viewing because we started needing more movies because we always watch all of the holiday movies every year. And we, I've been going we through my, I've been going through all my Rankin Bass Christmas specials, the year without a Santa Claus and Santa Claus coming to town, all that stuff. And I'm still trying to layer in my uh, viewing of Yellowstone and the new 1883, which starts this weekend. Did you see who? Did yeah, you see who's in the cast now? Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is going to really? be in episode two. Billy Bob Thornton is in it, and there's some other oh. uh, surprise people popping up. Wow, I did not know that. So, cool. Exciting. Pay yourself attention. I would like to thank our Patreon members. Um, I'd like to thank Captain America, Sheen Pai, Laura Bernheim, Anita Wren, and Kristen Carlano. Thank you. Yay. If you are interested in our Patreon, head to uh, patreon.com slash ewingbbq. We have stuff up. No, we are reading along with um, the book Dallas by Lee Raintree. We have done the prologue. With that is up now. We also have some member-suggested questions that we answer up on there. And we also have the video of our episode with Lee McCluskey and Charlene Tilton where we watched their wedding. We have the whole video of doing that up. So if you'd like to see it, head on over there. Um, We really appreciate it. And as I still continue to pound the J.R. Ewing bourbon that I still find in stores in the Boston area because they have not sold out yet, um, I do want to diverge momentarily and support the peppermint bark rum chata for the Christmas season. It goes well in your um, peppermint fraps, peppermint shakes, uh, eggnog, hot chocolate, whatever. Coffee. Uh, I put some I, syrup a, in my I'm, coffee when I'm I was decorating my I'm not a coffee person, tree. but if, if you say it's... I do have coffee. Yeah? I, I do. I do. Why not? I love coffee. Everyone likes the good Irish coffee, right? Basically, yeah. And it's Christmas exactly. coffee. Mm. Well, hey, thanks, Thanksgiving in, in the morning, I went over, uh, my folks and my brother and I all went over to my, my best friend's house, Chris and Mandy, and they're with their kids, and we had Thanksgiving, and I get over there at like 9 in the morning, and they hand me a mug of, like, coffee stout. Nice. They wasted That's no time. The wow. with, with dark beer. <laughs> we did last year, too. I was like, what, is this a thing? And they're like, yeah. They wasted no time. Start drinking. <laughs> That's like our family. Creepy. Creepy. So anything new, like 
Yeah, House- housekeeping. Yeah. Do we have housekeeping? Uh, I'm just going to fire off just a couple birthdays. Uh, we had Morgan Brittany, okay. on, uh, who turned 70 on December 5th. Um, Wait a second. Tom Ficello, who played Dave Culver, was born uh, December 11th, 1936. So he would be, I'm not good with my math, 80... 85? 85. Wow. I can't think of him at that age. Uh, Cherie Wilson, 63 on December 12th. Amy Starch Poynton, who played Lisa Alden, is a day younger than Cherie Wilson. So she was December 13th. She turned 63. And um, the 21st would have been... uh, Jared Martin's 80th birthday. And Barbara Carrera is New Year's Eve, 1945. Tonight, we're talking about Season 4, Episode 14, Start a Revolution with Me. JR, you're not going to need Dallas. Ewing Oil is going to be an international power. If you haven't had sex with Miss Leslie Stewart, it means the lady doesn't want you. Not that you haven't tried. You might be losing your touch. Do you see that man? I don't see anyone. I think I'm being followed. Who said anything about overthrowing a foreign government? I think you just did. Someday everybody will know J.R. Ewing's been here. Say you want it was written by Rena Down, directed by Larry Hagman. Is this the first one directed by Larry? It's the first it one that be. I'm noticing. Didn't he have that negotiated yeah. into his contract after he got shot? So probably, might be... probably. And it aired yeah, February yeah. 6, 1981. Let's check it so out. So we know that uh, from the making of A President, that was filmed two days before Christmas break, according to Deborah Trinelli, because she was brought in mm-hmm. just before Christmas. So this must have been filmed. Right after Christmas? It could have overlapped some of the scenes and right after Christmas and maybe after, mm-hmm, if they mm-hmm, took mm-hmm. a break and maybe the beginning of January. And Jim... It's the holiday season. So it's the holiday season. So hoop de doo and dickory It's um, the holiday season. A 31.6 rating and 50 share. That's just unheard of these Number days. one for the week. Also... Uh, d- Wow. If we notice in the scene with Sue Ellen and Clint coming out of the movie theater, the classic film Camille is seen, which was a nod to Camille Marchetta. <laughs> Camille Marchetta. Oh. There's Marchetta. no casting notes, no trivia. No casting notes. That. Okay. Let's just get right into the meat of it. So we, we open on Ewing Oil. Hmm. It's a good place and to Hank start. Johnson is calling from Singapore. Singapore. Get out, Luella. He he wants you to get out. Her voice drops. <laughs> he me wants insane. her to get. The fu- I didn't realize it until this episode how much her voice. She's like, he has it made it in yet. I'm like, oh my god. Can you do that impression on a regular Sorry. basis? <laughs> Anytime she speaks, you yes, have to. You have, we have to hear her voice. But Jr., my husband's on a business trip. <laughs> I'm cooking all for myself. Oh my God! Who does that Jesus. sound like? I'm gonna go crazy now. <laughs> a dumb bitch. Don't be a jackass. <laughs> All right, go ahead. So he wanted to take. Uh, a call. Apparently, things are getting shaky over like, in that part of the world. 
And they're ripe for a uh, little revolution, maybe? Right. But Hank is like, okay, there. I think there's a way to do it. So, like, there's not a lot of bloodshed. And JR could give a fuck. He's just like, whatever. I don't care. Yeah, he's not here. What does he care? <laughs> what yeah. an ass. Like, he doesn't. Mary, he, let's oh, hear it. Oh, God, despicable. Uh, yeah, for that. Yeah, fuck you, JR, because I feel like it's not going to gonna go well. Yeah, it's not. It's not. That's kind of no cool, regard man. for human life. And yeah. then immediately following, nope. uh, then Leslie walks in with like new advertising campaign <laughs> ideas, and the first one she pulls out is Ewing Oil people before profit. Hmm. And I was like, <laughs> and the company for tomorrow's world. The company for tomorrow's world. By the way, I did some research because I was like, why does that sound familiar, people before profit? It is now the name of a socialist political party in Ireland. Oh, and I, I just hmm. want to say, speaking of socialism, I didn't really mean fuck the government. <laughs> <I didn't>. Okay. <laughs> it's too late. They're coming for you. That next knock on your front door. Dun, dun, dun. Like anybody listens to our podcast. Hey, <laughs> catch me outside, baby. Hey, it would be hell. It would be a hell of an exit, wouldn't it? Be a great way to be written out. The guy, the, just being hauled off on air. Oh my god! Be like, they just I, took Melanie. He he said being hauled, and here I am picturing myself in a shootout. Like yours was so much more tame than mine was, wow. Josh. Oh. Well, I was picturing a straight jacket. Oh. Shit is going down the on the Union Barbecue podcast. So, <laughs> so how am I leaving? In a straight jacket in the back of a police car or with the coroner? Uh, while you're trying <laughs> to shoot D, them. none of the above? <laughs> Damn. Dang. Wow, this escalated no, quickly, you guys. You're, you're, you're leaving in a UFO like Fallon on the Colby's. <laughs> Um, okay. So okay. The other tagline okay. was okay. Uh, Ewing Oil, work. the company for tomorrow's world, which is also not true. <laughs> right. Well, I don't know. Bobby wants to get into that solar right. energy but Jan, thing. That's not the Ewing which, Oil. Which, he's, mean, doing in the thing. which no. he's doing in the next room as we speak, or as, as JR and Leslie right, are right, talking. Right. But, but JR says, like, this doesn't mean a lot, but I guess that's the point, <laughs> which is, you know, true, I guess. And she's keeping Jr. at arm's length because he wants—he wants to get—he you know, wants to get down and dirty. And mm-hmm. she's she's and all she's, business, no time for lunch. Yeah. She's out the door. She's noping that all over the place. She's cl- uh huh. And oh, he she's loves that. He loves drives him crazy, but he loves it. It's all about the chase. He loves the chase. <laughs> Echo. <laughs> yep. 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 Echo. So, so she leaves to do more work. Oh. He's got blue balls, and then we cut to Bobby's office. Right. He's wrapping up the Lassiter solar energy. I can't speak. The Lassiter solar energy deal. Wow, that's a tongue twister. Right. But they have to go to Oklahoma, and he Pam calls, and he promises that he'll be back for the dinner party with Liz Craig. Uh, he should never promise anything. <laughs> I said, no, you won't. Ha ha, frown. You guys notice his lovely blowout that he has, his hair? You can, it was, it's totally a blowout. And it's like, you can tell yes. there's so much hairspray in his hair. It's like glistening. I feel like they got a new hairstylist this week, which we're going to talk a lot about. Is it Vitalis for men? The hair, hair gel? 
Hairspray. You have no idea how much we're talking about hairdos because you know what's coming. <laughs> Me too. Even, even Miss Ellie is talking about the hairdo. Oh my god! Because Pam <laughs> has got an Ogilvy home perm. She, yes, and she came on the set and Ellie goes, "So funny!" And I was like, "Ellie, oh, you're not a good liar. <laughs> it's the worst poodle perm anyone has ever gotten. That's the kind of perm that someone in like it's elementary so school would have gotten. Like their mom would have got gave them an Ogilvy home perm, and then it looks like that, and then everyone laughs at them for like three weeks. Yep. Uh huh. And they try to brush it out, and it her, just makes it her, worse. Her perm, Victoria's perm, uh, like no shit, reminded me of my mother circa 1990. Ooh. 90? Monty. And this was like 90, yeah, all the way then. And my mom was not even 30. Wow. So, yeah, then, so, yeah. (laughs) Just because you can doesn't mean you should. That's very true, because, ah, yeah. Exactly. Mm -mm. See, yeah, no. It reminded Mm -mm. me of it. It wasn't necessarily, like, the same, I think, for like early '90s, late '80s, it was more tame. I think, but it's still like the- that. That perm could have done well in the late '80s if you do the bang with it. If you did the big bangs with it, then yes. that's a look. Then that's a whole different thing. That's yeah. the big bang theory before the big bang theory. Oh. Yeah. But I'm bum. All the Aquanet. In All the, the Aquanet. But Bobby wasn't using Aquanet. He was using Vitalis oh, hairspray for men. What's that from? It's a hairspray. Oh, it's just, I've never heard of that before. I thought that was a reference my to fa- a movie. My father used to have it in the bathroom. I remember the smell oh, of it. It's it sounds just, like fancy hairspray. Nice. My dad didn't have enough hair to even really comb, let alone use hairspray, so. God. Mine did, and he loved my, his hairspray. My dad had Patrick Duffy hair. My dad had, like, he had he balded pretty young, <laughs> so he had that little tuft of hair that he oh, would wow. try to, like, comb over. Oh, man. Yeah, my... My father, it, 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 it was back Bless then, it, it was the helmet hair. It was like helmet hair before before yeah. Clay Jensen on yeah. 13 Reasons Why when they called him Helmet. <laughs> oh. Um, where did I put my pen? Oh, okay. Uh, da, 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 da. So Bobby shouldn't okay. be making these promises, and he's off yeah, to Oklahoma. No, he should not. So then Sue Ellen and Clint are on a date. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, so they're walking. They're walking around an area of town that used to be so elegant, but they're talking about how it's you know kind of run down now. Yeah. And you can see that there are stores labeled India Boutique in Cina Latin. So you know. And Clint recalls um, their first date at the Stardust oh, yes. Room, which is now a parking garage across the street. That's how run down the area is. Run down the area. I think it just means that no, there's immigrants living in that area. And I was like, and I wrote down, just go eat. Like, you, there's gonna be like a food cart around there that's gonna have delicious fucking shawarma. Go eat one and shut up. I had plant-based shawarma <laughs> the other day. It was very yes. good. Ooh, I've yep. nice. Yes, plant-based shawarma. Wait, what did you have? Nice. Yes, and no calcamosh. Hmm. No calcamosh. <laughs> <laughs> We have uh, but ca- uh, ca- cactus juice or Mountain Dew. Oh, oh, gross, gross. Give me the Mountain Dew. Uh, no, give me the cactus juice. Oh. <laughs> Homer Simpson. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so they talk about their first Homer date Simpson. back in college, yada, yada, yada. And then they actually kiss. 
they're getting swept up in this. They're getting so swept up in it, they don't mm-hmm. notice somebody's watching there's a, there's them. There's a lot of behind. that shit going on in this episode. Right. Well, Suella notices at the last minute, and she's just like, oh, whoops. The, the guy who's. I, I put, that wasn't obvious or anything because he he's literally like, like he has the most comical look on his <laughs> right, face. Like, oops. Like, Hi. oh no, you didn't see me. Oh, hello, goodbye. You know. And it, it's it's like it's, like, it's like you're the worst PI ever. Right. The he's worst. not even like taking pictures or anything. He's just standing there like. Oh, not obvious. Right. Nothing. I mean, he definitely. He's literally would stand like out. what like. Three to five feet behind yeah. near them. I mean, it's like right. He he's terrible at whatever he does. Within, yeah, we're he's terrible. He's like he's the rookie. He's he's trying to get a shield. Yeah, I, I guess. Know. Yeah, he's bad. obviously, I, <laughs> Jr. would not hire somebody this sloppy. But you never know. You would think that Jr. would hire someone better. You're right. Yeah. Right. But if not Jr., then who? Anyway. Then well, wait. I mean, Clint's married. Clint is married, also. He may have a jealous wife. We don't mm-hmm. know yet. Mm-hmm. Is it? Al- oh yeah, he does Alicia have a wife. Is, uh, Alicia, like Alicia Silverstone. Alicia. Alicia. They call her both. I'm re- I was really confused. They went back and forth between Alicia I, and Alicia. Well, like, Did you notice I that? Toned in like, she Alicia, call- but um. Spoiler. She calls herself Alicia when she finally meets Sue okay. Ellen. And spoiler. Okay. And Clint was like, Alicia. Uh, so he's just reading it. It's like, you, you mispronounce he's mispronouncing it. it and, and Linda Gray's getting it right with Alicia. Right. Yes. She's very eloquent. Yeah. In the way she pronounces everything. Did you guys ever notice uh-huh. that? Well, then you, you yeah. have... It became a running gag on Supergirl. <laughs> Callista Flockhart called Cara Danvers Kira. All the time, instead of Kara, she purposely said Kira. I don't know. I've picked up on it sometimes. Like some of the words Linda Gray says, I'm like, that sounds very. I, I don't know, like so much better English than I speak. Oh, definitely Carry better on. than mine. I mumble like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh-huh. I just talk too fast. So, so then we cut to uh, Du Bois. Uh, Planning to Kappa, looking at plans for a shopping mall. Uh, and we notice that Jim is seated. Oh, uh, and he looks really not good. Mm. He does not look well. Uh, I do like how Ray is involved, and he really has more brains for business than he gives himself credit for. It's, yeah, definitely. I think that's always true. Right. Yep. Just because you can't, you don't, he doesn't think he can play in the oil game doesn't mean he can't. You know, he he knows the ranch. Uh-huh. That's that's uh-huh. what he does. Yeah. The others want to go right with this Leacock guy. Yeah. And Ray's like, no, nah, we got to get some other bids in here and just you know yeah. feel it out and see Let's what's going smart. on. And because that's what he does. Like as a foreman, you got to bid stuff out. Right. Because it's the smart and, thing and go to with, do. Like, yeah. The best Right, so that's why he like he's got a good business sense. It's just where it's applied, mm. and getting more than one bid is always a good idea. You never go with the first right. one. You never go with the cheapest right. necessarily. Cheapest are going to cut corners, and we saw that in a very right. Brady Christmas. Mm-hmm. 
Yes, we yes. Oh my right. God. My yes, husband was just yelling at me that he was never going to watch ever again, and I can't make him because it was the worst thing ever, and I love a very Brady Christmas. I always Thank watch you. the... I, I always so watch the, the Christmas so episode from 1969 first, and then I follow it immediately with a very Brady Christmas. Nice. Even though we flash back to it in a very Brady Christmas, you still do anyway. Yes. That movie terrified me. Really? For a long time. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Because because of the building collapse. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was like, I don't know, nine or ten, but it was just like, oh my god, nightmares, nightmares. Mike Brady's in a building that's collapsing. No, 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 no. <laughs> and, and it's, it, <laughs> that's so funny. It's that, oh, come all ye faces. Because of the building gets, collapse. Gets yes. Every time. I was like, how, how it's nothing is more Brady than that's that. That's very true. It only saddens me that hey. the real Cindy isn't there, but I guess she's really happy that she didn't do it. So I guess more power to her. And the real so. Marsha was not in the follow-up series because she was not expecting no. there to be a series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Tina Louise didn't do Rescue for Gilligan's Island because she was on Dallas. So always, always get uh, never go cheap like Ted Roberts wanted to in the movie. So yeah, yeah. Don't. So Ray is yeah. s- smart to do this. So we go from mm-hmm. Ray, Ray and them and the Takapa boys to Donna and the DOA girls, ladies, mm-hmm. peeps, home homies. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Takapa and the boys. I mean, it's, it's not, I'm like Kennedy and the boys. Oh my I god, love, I love it. Takapa and the boys. There's they are lobbying at South Fork of all places. Jock could walk in at any minute. How stupid yeah, is this? They don't know that it's Jock, so why would they think anything different? They don't know they don't it's, know Jock. it's Jock. Yeah, they don't know. But yeah, they're talking about getting a lobbyist, and everybody's like, whoa, that seems kind of extreme. Um, but uh, they're, Donna's like, no, that's actually you know the smart thing to do. Mm-hmm. And then, then Donna... So naturally, <laughs> naturally they want... I mean, it's because it's Donna, they're thinking maybe Dave, but Dave is about to... Yep. And so, yeah, she fills uh, Miss Ellie in that situation, and Ellie's like, well, who would take his place? Would it be Cliff? And she's like, uh... And there's a a meeting with the Dallas Press on Tuesday, too. And they still do not know who is behind this development, as they indicated. Mm -hmm. Well, that would would be awkward if Jock walked in in the middle of that, just to say. It would, yeah. But luckily it didn't happen. Speaking of hair, in the next scene. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He doesn't have any now. He cut it. His perm is Mm, gone. Sadness. The 80s have taken his hair. Dr. Melby. Well, Well. it's not like all the Brady men when they had to have perms. (laughs) Sue Ellen is still struck by nostalgia. She is. She's taken away with it. Like, totally. She's just... (sighs) Yeah. Clint, Clint, Clint. She's, she's what, 18, 19 again? She wants to feel loved and... In her mind. Yeah. And Dr. Elby's like, aren't you concerned? Because you obviously, obviously want different things. You're talking about, like, how you're just good friends. And he... Is basically talking about a relationship, and so you're going in two different directions. Don't you think that's maybe a problem? And she's like, I don't even know what you're talking about. 
She's living in her fantasy yeah, world again. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, she said he remembers everything, and she's happy. I mean, this guy was like, you know what? I I waited to get married until after I had heard that you'd had a baby. I mean, like, dude, that's hardcore. He's serious. And now he's, despite the baby, he's like, I want to be with you. Basically, like, fuck, I'll leave my wife. Yeah, he, he's ready to just dump her and run away with Sue Ellen, like, <laughs> the second she gets the go-ahead. And poor Alicia. Seriously, she has no poor idea. We, Alicia. Have, we haven't even seen Alicia yet. Not yet. No. And she has no, no idea no. that we know I, of. I kind of equate... You know, there there are parallels here with Alex Ward and Pam, but and this, but um, Alex Ward's obviously not married, but they both want what they want. The only thing is, Clint has the side obstacle of having a wife, which Alex doesn't have. I feel like, as messed up as it is, like Clint seems a little more noble because. Clint seems to actually have, like, he's obsessed with Sue Ellen. He's always been obsessed with Sue Ellen. And, yes, it's wrong. He's married, all that. But as opposed to Alex, who... But he tries to do the right thing. Alex, Alex, like, Alex doesn't even try. He just, he's just... No, he I, just I, is I, like, I, I, I want to fuck Pam. That's all I care about. That's all he cares about is fucking Pam. And Clint is like, when every time he speaks, I just get this air of, like, oh, I'm so conflicted. Like with him. I feel bad for him. I do. I feel really bad. Like, I know everything he's doing is messed up, but I feel really bad for him. I don't know. I'll be I feel like he could use some therapy. I kind of do. I'll, I'll be honest. You know? He was on yes. for such a limited time that he does go into my list of the more boring people that I <laughs> but I'm not finding him boring. I'm finding him incredibly sympathetic so far. Anyway. When... Yeah, maybe in the immediacy, but when I just kind of look over the whole landscape of characters over the oh, years, I just the like, entire series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's boring. a reason that I kind of don't Bo- remember. But yeah. He's yeah. not. A- yeah. Um, but I'll- and I think what they're forgetting too is also that he and Sue Ellen pretty much broke up like before she met even met Jr. So. If they're sitting there talking about what could have been, I mean, right? What happened to break them up? It's not like Jr. came along. Th- that's and like why we need a middle year series. You know? Yeah, I'd love a middle year series. Yeah, we need that because was it was it her going to those beauty pageants that right. played a part in what was it? Breaking what them was up? it? Was I he mean, like we, jealous we, of her going to the beauty pageants and stuff? <laughs> Yeah, or did things just get awkward with them after they went to Probably. go like get that motel together and then didn't? Right. And they were just like, oh, geez. Uh. Yeah. Or just like naturally start, break, you know, because they're young and they're not ready com- for commitment completely, whatever. People break out mm. for a million reasons, you know? So then, like, they go their separate ways and all of a sudden. Out of nowhere, here comes Jr. Right. And then he's gonna just hang on to that as like, and then oh, he's like, oh, God. I wasn't completely done. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and here is what almost fifteen years later, what fourteen fifty? Yeah, yeah. It's like, damn, you've been carrying a torch that long. Right. Jeez. I know. That's why I'm saying a little bit of therapy might be good for him too. Like, why is he hanging on to that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then we cut to Cliff giving a pep. A pep talk to Dave. 
When Donna interrupts. Yes. And Dave has decided that he wants the seat. And is is Cliff the right choice for a successor? Right. And Dave thinks that Cliff could probably he's a he's good at his job. He he's good at what he he would do good, but he when it comes down to it, he thinks he's he could be out. easily bought by someone. And he's like, Don't you think that? Mm-hmm. And she just is like, uh yeah, because she does. She does. She just doesn't want to say it yeah, out loud. But she, I think she's realizing <laughs> it like, lady. oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Like, when it comes down to it, he's going to do this. He would do the same thing to Donna Culver that he did to Sue Ellen. He'd choose oh, yeah. the job over Oh, totally. Her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, I think she'd choose the job she, over what, Their relationship go, uh, doesn't seem that serious. <laughs> I think they just like no. hanging out. I don't think it's that serious. It's True. a business political relationship yeah friends with benefits it's totally friends with benefits and they can have a conversation together about work you know and it's easy as she said it's easy and we got to the school Mm -hmm. the store surprise surprise bobby's still in oklahoma (laughs) city pam is furious nat naturally the contracts get screwed up because that's what happened he's about piss me off like you promise you'll be home, don't, Tom, and you stop promise, promising. You, promise. you yes. keep breaking those don't promises. Promise Say I'll try you know you or something. How how screwed up are these contracts that it's going to take a couple of days to straighten them out? You're buying a, a company, just write up the damn contract and be done with it. You don't need a couple a company of days. Where like you're 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 both like wanting to do it. Can't be that hard. And let lawyers do that, and then you look over it in the morning. You're not personally writing it yourself. I would hope not. Anyway. Right. I th- it's obviously just an excuse to keep him out of town. Yeah. <sighs> and there's nothing to so do in Oklahoma. So we got to Ewing Oil. JR is pacing in his office. But uh, as soon as he knows that Leslie's there, then he, like, totally, like, sits down. And he, like, you know, gets a drink and makes it look like he's just chilling. Nothing's going on. Whatever. Like, the, she's not even on his mind at all. Oh, yeah, oh, no, oh. He's not, oh, Leslie. Oh, you're here? Weird. Leslie, what, what a yeah, pleasant, what so, a pleasant oh. surprise. Well, while you're here, by the way. <laughs> yeah. And then and he can... asks her if he could buy her a drink, and she orders a whiskey straight, and he's surprised and, um, and impressed by that. And she comes in wearing that fur coat. Well, Another fur whiskey, coat in the middle right? of Dallas. Of course, this is January or, so, or February. Right. Or... I think it's a little, probably a little, no, little nipply out. True. And then he tries to get her to go out to dinner, and she's like, I don't have time for dinner. Like, I'm busy doing shit for you. Like, I have a dinner with a business dinner with a per I forget, someone who, because we're doing business. And and then he's just like. <laughs> I'm a business dinner. Yeah, period. that's what I do. I do business. And then he. <laughs> Bus- I, business. Business. She tells him to think uh, of her uh, as a man. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. And then he's just like, I can't do that. I'm like, uh, uh. and then she says, <laughs> "Like you, you have you boobs. Got boobs. Like, hey, I got blue a balls. Soft, <laughs> a soft man, maybe a soft man." <laughs> oh my god! Okay, d- d- you are, He is such a cliche. Oh my god! Yeah. Like smarmy early '80s, like dude. And she's I, just bleh. like, "Yeah, it's not happening." Bye. And she walks out, and he just can't handle it. And now we get to hear Sarah do her uh, Luella impression about yes. cooking for herself and telling JR to be over at 8 p.m. Do it, do it, do it. I mean, it is her voice. It, it, she says, 
She's like, well, actually, my husband's out of town. <laughs> I have to, I'm just going to be cooking for myself. And then he goes, well, I'd hate for all the food to go away. She goes, yeah, how about eight? Like, I mean, it's just so annoying. Oh, my God. It, like, burns through your soul. <laughs> and then she closes the door, and That's he's all. just so pissed that. about it. He's like, well, I guess I have to fuck Luella instead of Leslie. You know, yeah, and that's the he thing. was like second he choice. At least I got like, fuck it and gone home. Yeah, he definitely could but have. He was just, yes. He's like, yes, he could have. He's like begrudgingly, yeah. begrudgingly going over to fuck his mistress. <laughs> one of his mistresses, like begrudgingly. The dispensable one he has around just to be there. Okay. And just it's like, oh, damn it. It's like you had a choice, you idiot. You could have said, I'm sorry, I got dinner with the family tonight. I, I got to put my kid to bed. It, it's our thing. Uh-huh. He could have gotten out of it. He's stupid. He, yes, he's an idiot. <laughs> he's an and, idiot. Uh, he's an idiot. Uh, I, I don't know if I mentioned uh, Meg Gallagher, who played Luella. She died at the age of 50 of chronic liver oh. disease, leaving a three-year-old Aww. daughter behind named Grace. Aww. She, Wait, she was... She passed in the year two thousand. Well, now I feel bad for making family I mean, dumb bitch. Well, she wait a, a minute. She had a child. Forty-seven. That's, that's what I got out of that. What? Wow. That's that awesome. awesome. Now, what, what? I mean, it it sucks that she left her behind. It but didn't that's say awesome. whether it was an adopted uh, child or a, a biological child, but still, that's true. But it's possible. Taking, it's totally taking possible. On, taking, she was she was a new mom. Taking on the role of uh, motherhood. Or uh, parenting at such an age. I have a couple of friends who have had babies in their forties, so. I mean, that gives that gives me hope. My friend down the street, um, he's in his was he like forty eight something like that, and his mother just died at ninety one last May. Hang on, ninety one, forty eight. 43. Right, and okay. then his brother, younger brother was born a year and a half later, so she she waited. Well, I didn't know wow. that she was that, that she was 91 when she passed. I, I thought she was in her early 80s or something like that. And it's, it's actually quite common for women to have babies in their early 40s because, I think we talked about this before, you get a little more fertile right before you go start going into mm-hmm. menopause. So, uh I did not know that. Stephanie, <laughs> yeah, the snip snap. We're okay. Better be careful, Mary. I did not know uh-huh. that. I thought it just started to Mm-mm. dwindle. My what? great, my great grandma, <laughs> my my grandma was the oldest kid, and then her younger brother's twenty some years younger than her. That's why there's all those menopause babies out there. She yeah. says with the with, with the coats. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. See, and I'm like, I, here I am thinking they're just a bunch of walking miracles. No. No. Didn't know about the extra shot of fertility ooh, in there. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Keep now we come mind. to the scene with uh, Miss Ellie and Pam's poodle. Pam's hair. Poodle. Oh my poodle god. Perm. So in this scene, the the last one where she's on the phone, Bob, like it was frizzy as fuck. And this one, she's put a lot of fucking gel in it. Like that's some like Jerry curl shit in there. It's just, it's. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of Joe. And what, what's interesting, about, the, what's interesting about this scene and the overlap, the next scene is Ellie comes down the stairs, or comes into the room, or Pam comes down the stairs, and there's a conversation, and then Ellie walks into the living room or den, or you know, and Jock is sitting in a chair. So he's obviously heard the whole exchange. Uh, 
from the other room. Uh, it's just the way they overlap that. You, yeah. Yep. Of course, he's sitting again. Yep. So, um, yeah, she compliments Pam's hair. <laughs> um, and I'm wondering, like, is this was the permanent accident or something? Because they wrote it into the script. Like, oh, nice change of hair, Pam. It's just weird. It, right. Somebody, somebody in costume or hair makeup fucked her hair. That's what like, I'm thinking. We're going to make it the new style. They're going to call it the Pam like, Poodle do. Yeah. Ellie worries that uh, she, they're talking about where Bobby Ugh, is and he's closing awful. a deal. And Ellie worries that Jock doesn't know. And then Pam insinuates that Jock doesn't seem to care what, what Bobby's doing anyway. So it doesn't really matter. And then Ellie's obviously not pleased with that ex explanation. Um, and she's instantly kind of in a bad mood as she walks into the living room and Jock is sitting there. Mm-hmm. Which he notices right away she's in a bad mood. He's like, uh, oh shit, what'd I do? And yeah, um, she goes off about how she doesn't care about, he doesn't care about Bobby or Jay. It's all about Ray. But that's, uh, conveniently, that's interrupted by Sue Ellen coming to see that, say that John Ross would like to say goodnight to his grandma. Yeah. Um, I would like to point out that I think Miss Ellie looks really hot in this scene. It's where she's arguing with Jock. Like, she looks good. What scene she what looks is this really one good. She's... Yeah, she's got, like, her hair is, like, got a little flip oh, at the end of it. Like, she lo- I feel like she's got some nice makeup on. And I don't know if it's kind of, like, her being mad. I don't know if she got... It's too early for Botox. So, I don't know. Something... She looks younger in, in the last it's, few episodes. It's to counter the Pam Poodle Perm. It's I don't know. Maybe I, she, I just think she looks good. And Barbara Bel Geddes was Probably. in her early 50s. So she, she girl ain't old. She's young. And, uh, yeah, I think she looks good. So I'm and just going to say. Hot Miss Ellie. And I, I, I don't want to keep harping on it, but I keep going back to it. It's just the contrast to seeing Jim Davis deteriorating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's becoming very noticeable, and he's in less know. scenes. He's doing a really good p- job. He's he's. I think he's doing a good job of like acting in the scenes. Like you can't tell from his acting; it's just from his looks. Right, and it probably took every ounce yeah. of energy that he had to be in the scenes that he was in and give it his performance. And that's why he was in less scenes, because he needed that much time to recover. Er. That's probably true, yeah. Yes. Then we cut to JR and Luella, where Luella is talking a lot. Like, so much. She just keeps oh, talking. Oh, God. I told her. She, I told her. No, I, I done told um, her. <laughs> I, I, I wrote down that... I can't speak. Luella reminds me of Karen in Mean Girls. Karen? Which one's Karen? Um, Amanda Seyfried. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Amanda yeah. Seyfried. Was she one? in Twin Peaks The, the Return? Like 30%. She, is she the dumb yes. one? No, she's too young. She's, she's, she's not. She's, she's not. Oh, no. Twin Peaks. The Return. Yeah, okay. she's a, she, she plays uh, Bobby and yeah. Shelley's daughter in The Return. That's right. I saw her when she was filming, actually. Yes. Oh, wow. But, yeah. No, she's she's she related one, to Siegfried um, of Siegfried and Roy? It's like I have no Seyfried, oh. not Siegfried. Oh, okay. But she's the one who was like, 
It's like I have ESPN or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she's like, I dated my cousin, but he's, like, oh, no, he's my third cousin. Or he's my mom's brother's like, son. That's, that's the first person I thought of when Luella was like, oh, in JR's ear. Oh, my God. You're right. Because she just talks, but she's kind of stupid at the same time. And he's, time. like, just trying to yeah, get yeah. dressed. And get- <laughs> Does anyone know what she was babbling about? Who yeah. knows? JR just wanted to get the fuck out of there. He's like, fuck I wanted to take an aspirin and have mix it with a, like, alcohol at the, after listening to that. I was like, what the hell? JR's reaction, he's just like, holy shit, I gotta get out of here as fast as possible. He's like, just trying to like tie his shoes as fast as I'll, possible. He's like, fuck, I'll, fuck, fuck, I'll, fuck, fuck. I'll, I'll jump out the window if need be. I will jump out the window. Went, She's so like funny. a chatty Kathy now. Now, now, now we know why her husband is always on the road. Mm, maybe, oh my god. And again, in this scene, and I, I don't, I think she looks a little bit like um, Mandy Winger, who's a future character. And that's not a spoiler. If, oh, I'm not going to mention what context that is in. If you haven't watched it before. But Mandy's so much prettier. Mandy is prettier, but I think that she's really, I think it's a, a similar look. A little bit. Mandy's so much prettier. It's the dark hair and the blue eyes. At least Craig's party. And Alex shows up with a date. Cleomore. And this is the mm. most like 80s yuppie party in existence. Yes. Oh my God. Yes, it is. This is just like rich people talking about rich things. I love it. Liz tells Pam to get busy herself. <clears throat> Oh, yeah, because she's complaining about Bobby being busy all the time. And she's just like, well, and she's like, well, I think you need to get busy yourself. And then she notices that Alex is behind her. And so she just nonchalantly is like, why don't you go on a shoot for me? And is it Port Aransas? And uh, you could be she's basically like you could have a hotel room all to yourself. And in this beautiful place by yourself on a shoot. And Pam's like, that's a really good idea. Obviously, Alex was not uh, interesting enough to this Cleo Moore because she skirted off with Mark from the fur department. Oh, totally. <laughs> I'm sure he had. Yeah. Yeah. He, she was just a prop so that he could get into the party and knowing the Pam would be Yeah. They're doing coke in the bathroom. That's what's happening. Oh. <laughs> Most likely. Yeah. No, Pepsi, just coke. It's 1981. Exactly. Yeah, it's 1981. 100%. Um, okay, and the next scene... Lots of coke I, everywhere. I the next Pepsi. scene starts with Swellen coming out with that, like, white penoir looking fancy and hot as fuck. And I was like, okay, this is Dallas. This is Dallas, Dallas. Dallas, Dallas has started. Now, it's, it's on... Baby, <laughs> this is mm-hmm. it. This, the, the wardrobe yep. department has just gotten a severe kick this in the budget, it. huh? I, yes, I think so. Okay. Yeah, I do because the makeup started getting better and stuff. Like you could tell, and then all of a sudden, just like out of nowhere, the outfits are a thousand times better. The outfits, the hair, everything, everything's gotten just up to notch. Except for the misstep that was Pam's poodle perm, which we're going to keep ragging on. <laughs> yes, but it's eighty-one. They're taking some chances. <laughs> that's gonna stay like forever I'm gonna make fun of it forever okay so yeah so Swellen's looking ha- fancy and hot as fuck 
And JR comes in and asks about her day, and she's like, why are you asking me? You don't really care. And he's like, yeah, you're right. I don't really care. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> amazing how their relationship just flipped. <laughs> it did. He's, I like how he's, they're like honest. She's like, I'm going to be honest with you. And he's like, yeah, I can be honest with you. I don't fucking care. And she says that if, Le- <clears throat> if Leslie hasn't tried to have sex with JR yet, then she doesn't want him. And he must be losing his touch. Oh my God! So she hits the situation with a on the head with a hammer, just bam. And Jr. is just like, "What? No, 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 none of that's right." And she's like, "Yeah, no, yeah, I think I'm right about all of this." And she is right about all this, and that pisses Jr. off even more. Yeah, because they 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 know mm-hmm. how to push each other's buttons without question. I love what she's assessing. Oh, yeah. 100%. But she's just calling him like she sees him. She's just like, I see you. I know what's happening. Don't try to lie to me about it, because whatever. I know it, so whatever. And, he, yeah, it's just pissing him off. A far cry from the unnamed brunette on the couch in the miniseries, huh? <laughs> oh, a far cry, yes. Thank thank God. Thank God. Mm. It's way better now. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. we go to Pam's hotel room, which looks like a funeral parlor. Just covered with fucking flowers everywhere. Jeez, oh, it's the funeral for her marriage? <laughs> yeah, basically, basically, yeah, yeah. And then she's literally, like, legit, like, oh, who sent these? I'm like, bitch, you know who fucking sent them. What, what game you playing? He's in the adjoining room with the door uh, hanging open. Oh, my God. How presumptuous is that? That he just has the adjoining room with the door unlocked already? <clears throat> like, oh, you guys. I'm surprised he wasn't in, like... <laughs> Underwear and a bathrobe or something mm. like that standing mm. there. Right, just already naked. Just, hey. With a bottle of champagne covering his part. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, they kid. Just not at all subtle. Ew. Not at all what? subtle. So Gross. Alex Ward wants some. JR wants some but from Leslie, but JR is not getting any from Leslie. No, yeah, not at all. She's playing hard to get. I don't like her. I just think of the bold and the beautiful when I see her. Oh, I never wa- I was an NBC soap gal, so I didn't watch that one. Well, so uh, she shows up with their okay. fake Wall Street Journal that has Ewing oil ad. And um, then he basically low-key just tells her that he's trying to overthrow a foreign government. And then immediately gaslights her about it. She's like, so you're saying you're going to overthrow a foreign government to, for the you price of oil? And he's like, what? I totally didn't say that. She's like, no, you literally just said that. And he's like, just no, I did. did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And he's in it for more than just the money. There's power. Yeah, he's just making a name for himself. He's just like, I don't give a fuck if I make money. Yeah. And changing I just want history. My name he wants to change history. Which is like, which is like. The, the speech of a fucking serial killer. Like, he's, like, speaking like Ted Bundy here. Yeah. He really is. He's like, I don't care if people die. At least I'll be famous. Little does he know that she is recording him. Oh, my God. I'm the cutest little baby reel-to-reel recorder ever. I love it. <laughs> Just in the desk, like... And I bet that was cutting-edge technology in 1981, too. Like... Oh yeah, a far yeah. cry from later in the series when you have someone sweeping the office for bugs. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> yep. 
and now where you'd, you'd not even be able to even identify like a speaker because it'd be so small. So after that conversation, JR is on the phone with Mr. Bettelheim in Zurich. Yep. About Zurich, some, yep. Uh, Mr. Bettelheim. Can they not think of a better name? <laughs> I think it's trying to sound. Uh, Zurichian. Uh, yeah. Zurichian. Is that even a word? I don't think so, but it is now. It is now. Let's drink to made up words. Woo. <laughs> so he's talking about an uh, upcoming withdrawal from uh, Zurich. Uh, for From bank a account. Swiss bank. Yeah, Swiss bank account. Is this the yep. first we hear about JR having uh, hidden bank accounts it elsewhere? It is. It is. I mean, it so, should not have surprised me, but yet it did somehow. I was like, all right. From there. JR, what are you up to? What are you hmm. up to? I think we know now what he's up to. Hmm. And then Pam and Alex are just dancing the night away. Just woo. Living it up. It, at the marina, and then they move into the restaurant. And there's more dancing. More dancing. All the dancing. Yeah. Yep. Then we cut to Clinton Sewellen, and this is when they go see Camille the movie, which is an ode to Camille Marchetta. Um, and she's kind of teary-eyed from the movie, which I have not seen that film, but it kind of makes me want to. And then she pieces out as soon as she thinks they're being followed. Right. See, now it's that, it's that same guy again, Mr. Sloppy. Yeah, same, same terrible P.I. Unless, unless the person is being paid to just make them feel like they're being followed, then, you know, he's doing a great job. But oh. if he's supposed to be just following him at a discreet pace and getting information, he's doing a terrible job. That... Horrible job. Oh, so we don't know what his motivation is yet. We don't know his motivation. Or no. who he's working for. Is he working or for JR or Alicia? Or Alicia. Yeah, we don't know. Well. And then we cut to Pam on a photo shoot, and she is producing this photo shoot, which Did we I thought she was an art director, but Did an art director does not produce a photo shoot. So I, what the fuck is your job? I'm so mad. I know. We're still trying to, yeah. <laughs> I'm so bad. And, I, and <laughs> every time I have it figured out, I'm wrong. Right. Well, I don't think we ever find out the truth. I don't think we do. But, uh, it's me. Yeah. So, anyway, she's producing it, and I can't, I, I just wrote, I can't, hand, I simply can't handle her perm. Yeah. At all. Period. And, um, one more note about uh, Clint and Sue Ellen. He wants to know mm -hmm. if they're going to keep seeing each other, then he needs to make a decision about his wife. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, he's ready to go all in right now. And we know getting Sue Ellen to leave JR is, that hasn't happened yet. No. Yeah. She was ready to leave for Dusty. She went and he had that unfortunate plane crash yeah, and was that's killed. True. And but that was Dusty. And she was having some pretty phenomenal sex with Dusty. And... So, I don't, she doesn't know well, about... I think was her real, true He life. was taking those rodeo moves and moving them into the bedroom. And That's right. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. Clint, we do, Clint doesn't have rodeo moves, so we he don't know... He knows how to use rope, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, hog tie, you know? Yeah. Although Monty Markham did go on to Baywatch, so uh, he knows about Jiggle. Huh, all right. Yeah. Meanwhile, 
Jiggle. That's such a man term. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It is. It is. It is. Jiggle. Baywatch. They show with 20 <laughs> minutes of plot and 40 minutes of slow bouncing video. Video with music. I just remember my brother and his friends watched it, and I'm like, I don't understand what's so cool about the show. And he was like, You'll know one day. Like I remember him. Being I've been weird. noticing a little bit of <laughs> like, Yellowstone lately. Is like not filled up on the plot and there's a lot of riding around with the cattle it's starting there's starting to be more filler filler with cattle scenes of just riding yeah so i'm like oh is, is this like uh baywatch with cattle oh you're right when they're, when they're training the horses and stuff they're doing that like you know the music they're, they're playing a lot of music. yeah it's it's like it's like baywatch with cattle you're what you're no, you, you can't fill the full hour with plot, so you're <laughs> filling it with cattle. Right, with cattle. Great. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so then there's a really small scene of I just wrote guy trying to sell JR shit. Leslie shows. So do you have more? Oh, Paul, Paul Winslow trying to do the uh, stock. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he's trying to make a JR Ewing Oil go public. Yeah, right? yeah, that's it. That's not a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Leslie's like, yeah, it's a terrible idea. You have to answer to people then. Don't do it. And I think that it's just showing JR looking at different ways of gaining power, just the different options. And this obviously is not. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. She wants to help JR run the world. She does. Yeah. I think she legit does. And she's like, let's go about this. The actual right way because we can do this you just have to trust me and yeah, we'll see how that goes what's the right way jr yeah there's the jr's question. right way and there's leslie's right way yeah yeah i think i trust leslie a little bit more but you know whatever but, but it's jr he he, he can't he, you know a, a smart woman. He's you know a, a chauvinistic, and women can't. Women. He, doesn't, he doesn't know what yeah. to do with himself. Yeah, he doesn't. He he really doesn't. He just wants yeah. another notch on his bedpost. Yeah, like he's literally just. I feel like he he's having her do stuff because he's trying to fuck her, and she's actually trying to do something good for the company, and he's not trusting her because she's she's a woman got a vagina. She's got a yes. vagina. Yeah. Ugh, whatever. So then we cut to <laughs> the scene is hilarious. Pam and Alex, they are crunk. So I was really, yeah, they're absolutely crunk. crunk what does crunk mean? Crazy drunk together. Crazy drunk. Is, is, that, a new, is that another? I haven't heard that. <clears throat> At like 15 years ago. It's been. Okay. Yeah. But what, all I could write was that is not good. Not good, Pam. What a creep. She's drunk. She can't consent. What the fuck? Like, I went right into, like, SVU mode. I was like, no, no. Bad she news can't, bears. She can't consent. Bad she's news drunk. bears the whole way around. Bad yeah. news it's, bears. Just, and she's all like, hey. and I'm like, it doesn't matter. Cease. Stop. Yep. It's like, it's like that minute. song, Baby, It's Cold Outside, when he's trying to get her drunk uh, in the song. And... I don't think that. About I'm the person who thinks that's not true in the song. But... But they they kiss, they kiss. They start like full out making out, like. And then, in total cliche fashion, the phone rings. Ring, ring, ring. 
Saved by the Saved bell. Saved by the husband calling. Saved by the bell. There's no there's no Mark I'm Paul Gosler yeah, here. Me too. Yeah, because I'm glad he did because Pam was about to She would have regretted that. Have a pa- rude Pam oh, wait, was she, about to get her throat tapped. And I don't think if she hadn't been drinking, I don't think she would have No, she would have put it an end to it much sooner. Yeah. And the Yeah purpose of this was for Bobby to call and tell her that he loves her. Yeah, like he calls her once. Okay, I mean, I guess if he's going to do it, I'm glad he called now, but... But it was enough to snap her out of it. Was there a a psychic radar going off in his head that... That, Right? Maybe. Possibly. Oh, my wife's Hmm. about to get boinked by another man. I better call her and... (laughs) He was... He's such a creep. He... Oh my God! I mean, I mean, I know, I know what time period the show is in, but still, it's not like, an excuse. It's, it's not, not an excuse. excuse. It it's wasn't that okay. long ago, really. Uh, but he who's, just he who's ba- a creep? So just, uh, Alex. Uh, Alex. Okay. Alex. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he just you can't you can't take advantage of a drunk no. person like that. And he just fades into the background as soon as Bobby calls because he knows he ain't getting any, so he's just like, what? Yeah, and move. we Wise we're move. all seeing Go the back. ramifications all these years later of. Getting women drunk and taking advantage of yeah. them in this whole yeah. Me Too and you know being Cosby'd and all this stuff and not not just women. Right. Don't get anybody drunk and think right. you can do things with them. Right. Just don't it's do it. Terrible because that's don't not consent. Pull a Cosby. Do not pull a Cosby. Jesus. No, absolutely no. not. God. Or I'll burn those sweaters with you in them. <laughs> Uh, so Jr. I mean, is dictating okay. to the Wella. Hank calls, and the revolution is ready to go. Uh oh. And I was basically like, "Okay, Hank, don't I, fuck I it up." I assume he was uh, writing a dismissal like, letter to this um, Paul Winslow about the stock options or going public. He would, yeah, I would think so. It's a, pol- a polite refusal. So yeah, now is the time to move. There, um, he's going to be. Contacted by someone named Claude Brown about a transfer of funds. Claude Brown, yes. Played by Len Berman. Okay, okay. Len Berman. So then we go to the next scene, which is a photo shoot. Pam's photo shoot. The And the girls all skipping arm in arm down the marina. What the f- I fucking hate this photo shoot. It's stupid. (laughs) It's so so stupid. stupid. But it does remind me of an an 80s commercial, like, uh, I don't know, an Arid Extra Dry commercial. or Um, Was that Teen Spirit? Yeah. Um, Does some, I don't even know, like some some chewing gum or something commercial. It's terrible. Mentos, the fresh maker or something. Juicy fresh maker, right. Yeah. And, and now Jackie, back to the after school special. Woo. Yeah. Jackie notices that Pam seems kind of down. And she's like, oh, no, I'm fine. And then Alex shows. And, and he's then, like, he still wants her. He does. And but Pam, Pam is like, are you mad at me? I thought you wouldn't be talking to me anymore because I didn't have sex with you. Because ah. I was on the phone with my husband. Why does she care if Alex is angry? He was getting ready to have sex right. with her, and she because was she's like, blaming herself. Not she was drunk. 
But you know oh what? She probably has that whole thing, which <laughs> I, I think there's a word for it in German. That's that morning after drinking where you just feel guilty about everything. Scheiser? <laughs> no, that means shit. Yeah. Um, there's a word. Yeah. No, but that mo- there's, it's a chemical reaction in your brain after you've been drinking where you feel like everybody's mad at me and you feel kind of sad and you feel like, what did I do? Like feel, everything, you, and you second you guess like everything Shiza. you did. <laughs> yeah, you feel like Shiza. Um, but uh, maybe uh, she's having that. Shiza. Where she's just like, oh shit, what did I do? Blah, blah, blah. Because, I mean, she didn't do anything wrong. So she shouldn't be feeling like he's mad at her. But she could just be like hung over a spot and like, oh God, what did I do? Right. Everybody's mad at me. <laughs> um, so then he says he's staying. Uh, he wants to meet her for breakfast, and he wants to do it so much he's staying another night. Ugh, try, try again, I guess. He is a persistent little bastard, isn't he? He is. Ugh. 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 Then we have... Uh, Dave Culver's meeting mm-hmm. and Cliff seems to probably think that he's going to be picked as the successor, but he does seem to think that it's Donna that they want. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Dave does it in a way to just kind of uh, fuck with Cliff. Cause he's like, my successor is right here in this room. And you see Cliff just like, mm-hmm. and he's like, and it's, Madonna and Cliff's like, oh shit! I wasted. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mary. Is it a German word or Norwegian? It totally. Word? I I meant it could be Norwegian. I don't know. I know it's not an English word. Usually, it's a German word that explains something you can't explain in English. But it totally could be Norwegian. I don't know how to pronounce this, but it's like feel angst. F Y L L E, angst. <laughs> Say that ten times fast. Could be. Could be. While you're drinking. I saw it online somewhere, so <laughs> that's all I know. Oh, is it kind of like the walk of shame? Is what it has Fula angst? Fula okay. angst. Yes. It's the unsettling feeling one has the day after drinking where you can't remember what you did, how you acted, or God forbid, who may have seen you. Unquote. That's called Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Melanie. Trust me. And in some cases, nine months later, you Lord. figure out what happened that night. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Never happened to me. I'm still... It's like the little boy no. said to his parents, where did I come from? And they said, sheer carelessness. <laughs> yep, All mommy so Don- wanted was a back rub. Anyway. Um, Donna's not interested, yeah. though. Donna is not interested. Oh, yeah. no. She, even though she would make a fantastic politician, uh, she's just like, oh, no, 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 no. No. I would have loved to have seen her in political office. Yeah. Yeah. She would have been perfect. Me too. And it's kind of like the fact that but she didn't Donna, want the power so. that would have made her perfect to be a politician. Uh-huh. Then we get a Lucy Mitch scene just to yeah. remind us that they're married and they're still there. <laughs> that they're <and> there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yet, they, yeah. It, it's funny how Charlene and Lee talked about how they, they were getting the most fan mail. Mm-hmm. And I think it's... At least from my perspective, I'm thinking that who tends to typically tends to write are younger people. Old people writes younger people write or younger people. Yeah, I mean, yeah, younger people tend to write those fan letters more. 
Oh, you mean the letters? I thought you meant the scripts. No, 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 the, the fan letters. Oh, the fan letters. Yeah, yeah, those are totally like younger people writing those like, ah, yeah, totally. Which is, would explain Lucy and Mitch getting most of the fan mail because it's the younger people what? that are writing. Right, which means that they, o- had a, they were getting people, a younger fan base. Right, older people have jobs that, you know, uh-huh. and they're, uh-huh. they're in this different pattern in their life, and they're not going to be sitting there writing fan letters to a TV show. It's, they watch the I show, and they go, they go back to I, their families do, and doing what they do, and it's the younger people that have more time on their hands that write the fan letters. So. And just a quick question. Did, anybody, did any of you write to your yes. favorite actor? When you I wrote to the cast of The Cosby Show. And I got a little letter back and like a picture. (laughs) And and I also, I wrote to Ricky Schroeder, which was gross uh, nowadays, but um, I wrote a letter to him (laughs) and I sent it in a purple envelope and it was my favorite color. And the motherfucker never wrote back to me, which should have been the first sign that he was a piece of shit. Lucy and Mitch. um, Mm. Lucy and Mitch. They're on a little picnic that she's had catered. (laughs) <laughs> of course she has. It's the thought yeah. that counts. It, it's the thought it's that the counts, thought but we're really sticking Living to that budget there, aren't we, Lucy? Anybody notice how tight Lee's pants are in this scene? I'm not particularly looking at <laughs> Lee's pants. Uh, hubba hubba. I, ha- I just had no choice. It just <laughs> stuck out to me. And I was like, uh, guys, hey. it hits differently uh-huh. now. The the, the <laughs> only <knows>. time I <laughs> the only it's time different. I unintentionally noticed thing was you watch Christmas Vacation <laughs> and Randy Quaid is in the tight pants. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. And the very obvious Dicky that took me <laughs> so far uh, to, to notice. I guys. love the Dicky. Oh my god. <laughs> now I have that damn oh song from. The Tonight Show about the tight pants in my I head. Don't, I don't know that song, but okay. Uh, Will Ferrell and Jimmy Fallon and at one point Christina Aguilera were singing about tight pants. It's like, you'll, just YouTube it. Okay, you'll see I what I mean. Lucy doesn't care about school. She only wants to be a good wife. And he, he Mitch wants her to have her own identity that isn't solely tied to pleasing him. Mitch says something that doesn't make me want to stab him in the face. Yes, Mitch. Yes, that. I had to watch that scene twice to say, did he just say that? I know, right? I'm like, is that the same Mitch? Okay. Now, okay. Now I'm I'm on board with Mitch. (laughs) Um, Yeah. He's like, you have to like, like self-actualize what you want in your life find something that like means something to you and whether that's school or something else like you something besides me like something for you and she's just like i don't know what that means but don't go out and get Uh. a job and make more money than me because i'll be pissed off (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's probably that would very much intimidate him right um and then he's just gritting his teeth because everything she got him is like worth more than um his entire education cowboy boots and a microscope (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I like uh, what an odd, odd combination. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I know. It's, it sounds like the beginning to like this. I was like, what if it's like really? Doesn't not true. Speaking of speaking of of pornos, we get our first look at um, 
Speaking we get our first look at Claude well, Brown in the next scene we with his shady glasses looking right. like a pimp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they meet at a divey bar, which Jay does together. not appreciate. Yep. Which I'm guessing is actually the Longhorn, but whatever. They meet at 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. And he gives Claude tickets to Zurich. Jared does not want to know any details. And Claude says once th- once he goes, the plan is in motion. He warns JR about the risks that are associated with what he's about to do. Uh, like, dude, you're going to go to Club Fed if you maybe, get caught. So. Maybe I've just watched too much television, but... He is saying everything out loud in a way that makes me think that he has a wire tapped to him. Because he's like, yes. he's like, so what you want me to do is start a revolution, right? And so we up you know this song. is a federal crime, correct? <laughs> because, and like. 100%. Leslie just like Leslie had that whole ass tape recorder yeah. in her desk. Yeah. He's probably got, like, in his briefcase, yeah. 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 <laughs> or maybe those shady glasses he's wearing are... are, are yeah, like, a little... <laughs> no, they wouldn't have been in something that no, small back then. But it's fun. They w- he would have had a briefcase or a duffel bag mm-hmm. with maybe him. It's a, maybe it's hidden in or his hair, s- that weird hair. Or they would have stuck it, like, in a plant behind the booth yeah, yeah. or something. Or, like, the entire bar <laughs> is a That's big. kind of like in... <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know if anyone saw the Beatles' Peter Jackson documentary. I have not. But no. there was a, a scene where um, Paul and John met for lunch and they said they don't want the cameras there. But what they did not mm-hmm. know was that the... I guess they were rolling No, anyway, they, they had they? hidden a microphone in the plant at the uh, table. Oh, yes. they had so a you mic. had the entire audio of that in this documentary. Hmm. <laughs> All these years later, so. Oops. <laughs> you never know what's listening. That's true. That's why it's not oh, good to okay. tell secrets on a farm because the potatoes have eyes and the corn has ears. <laughs> but Jr. Jr. ends the episode by saying, "Once, once his plans in motion, he doesn't change his mind." Do it. Yep, he's he's Do good. It. He's good with starting a revolution. Anna, I gave this one 3.25 bourbons because I found it a little boring uh, and an Ogilvy home perm. This episode did not make me very happy. So I'm going to say I'm going to give it a 4.0. That's the lowest I've ever given an episode, actually, I think. And I'm going to give it 4.0 and... uh, I, I can't even. Um, How about a secret boyfriend? That was my bad. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, no. Cowboy boots and a. All right, microscope. I will go with a. <laughs> I can't think. Three seven five and plane tickets to Gosh. Zurich. To get me as far away from this scene as possible. I don't know. Somewhere between three point seven five and four, like maybe three point eight five. I don't know. Three point eight. Five nine five, <laughs> whatever. Round, round it up, and math, and a picnic basket. Picnic basket. These these nice. these, <laughs> these uh, <laughs> amount of bourbons remind me of on the Price is Right when somebody bids like 
ten, ten, uh, like a thousand dollars, and then someone goes, "Well, I'll bid a thousand and dollars, thousand and one dollars, just, yeah. just yeah. to outdo yes. you." <laughs> yes. God. Yes. They kick those people in the face. Awesome. Well. Uh, I guess that's it for the week. Uh, thanks for joining us. You should check us out on patreon.com slash ewingbbq. We always, if you just want to like throw in a one time, like little drop in the bucket, you can send it to me at my Venmo, which is Girl Scout, G-R-R-L-S-K-O-U-T. Um, that's in your show notes. We have merch available on Public slash user slash the dash ewing dash barbecue if you can't remember that also in the show notes um we're in our facebook group ewing bbq instagram ewing bbq and twitter bbq ewing so until next time see you later guys bye y'all come back now and enjoy bye, those y'all. holidays too if we don't talk to you it's like luella has espn or something <laughs> <laughs> Next on Dallas. We'd like you to be our candidate. I can't believe you're serious. Do you know this could affect our lives and you didn't even think to talk to me about it? That would have been difficult, wouldn't it? With you down on the Gulf Coast playing with Alex Ward? Are you asking me if I slept with Alex? All you have now is a feeling you're being followed. The feeling isn't much to go on. Someone is following me, and I am not going to put up with it any longer. No, Sue Ellen, I am not having you follow me. You want to know why? Because I just don't give a damn.